Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We brought you damn good beer, and now we're delivering to you damn good beef. Hassle Cattle Company is the absolute best source for farm-to-table Wagyu beef in the country. Hassle Cattle Company is a fourth-generation cattle farm out of Texas. They ship all over the beautiful USA and straight to your door. They call their beef the blue-collar Wagyu. Why? Because it's the best damn Wagyu that every man or woman can afford. Hassle Cattle Company offers Wagyu smoked sausage, New York strip, beef bacon, Wagyu fresh, Frank, two jerky flavors, original and sweet and spicy, and their hamburger even won the Food Network's Northeast Burger Jam. Not only do we love their beef, the country loves their beef. Everybody wants to get in on this. These guys take their registered bulls and breed them with Angus cows, giving you that very high prime product that is grown with zero antibiotics or hormones. So head to HassleCattleCompany.com, that's H-A-S-S-E-L-L, CattleCompany.com, and use promo code DNVR10 for 10 percent off your order plus any orders over two hundred dollars get you free shipping again use code dnvr10 check them out today and we promise you will not be disappointed DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boots. I'm your host, Rudo, joined by AJ Hayfley. We figured we'd have a little bit of fun today as, uh, at very least, Twitter has been going off about Nathan McKinnon and uh, and the stories that are coming out about him and how competitive he actually is. So, should be say, a fun one. The uh, longtime listeners of our show should be the least surprised people. Yeah, yeah, we've we've definitely something we've hit on before about Nathan McKinnon and uh, his his fieriness. I'll put it that way. A um, little bit of other news: Darren Helm did have media availability today. Um, 
not a whole lot to it. Basically hit every standard hockey trope that you can imagine. He doesn't know any... I thought it was interesting. He doesn't know anybody on the abs. Yeah, I suppose. When you play in Detroit, you probably don't talk to the abs a whole lot, but... What? <laughs> why, why, why do we love chickpeas? Are we going to get to Nathan McKinnon chickpea memes? I can't wait for those. Uh, I don't think we have any that specifically address the chickpeas. Okay. But good for good for Nate for caring that much about it. <laughs> well, I've personally, I hate peas. So, you know, me and Nathan McKinnon might be fighting. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah, anyway, Helm signed. He, he basically hit all the standard stuff. Happy to be here. Great squad. Wants to win a cup. The and strangest, the- uh, like, separate media available. Yeah, definitely a weird one. Like, okay, we're going to be doing, we're going to be talking to Darren Helm now. Okay. Cool. Next. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Are, are we ready for this? Are you ready for the memes, AJ? Uh, I mean, do we have the, uh, do we, do we at least have the transcript of the thing that started it? Yeah. So I linked Evan's tweet, Kale, if you want to bring up the, it's a two part tweet, but this is the, the actual story. All right. First of all, how do you, how do you use Twitter in not dark mode? Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. (laughs) Yeah. It was a little jarring to see like the white background. Like. I am a I'm a light mode truther. I'm a light mode truther. Wow. I've never switched it to dark mode. I just don't like being that sad of a person. Okay. You're expecting uh, McKinnon memes, and I got Kale memes instead. Nobody ever trust Kale Sorbo ever again. <laughs> that is the worst opinion. <laughs> Definitely dark mode gang out here on the abs podcast i didn't even know there was a a light mode gang i didn't that's not a gang that's a that's a dude standing on the by himself on the corner (laughs) yeah i can't imagine there's more than a few of you in on on team light mode but okay i just i i honestly haven't even like I don't even know how I would switch it. Like it's never bugged me, so I've never switched it in my life. Like it's just never bugged me. That's wild, man. That is wild. In any case, uh, so this is kind of what the story that started the meme session. Um, talking <laughs> I, to, I bet there are more never nudes than light mode gang. There's, I would bet so as well. I would bet so as well. Uh, McKinnon, or this was Nikita Zadorov talking about McKinnon. Uh, he pays insane amounts of money for a dietologist, doctor, all the off-ice stuff. He's he's doing crazy stuff, including eating uh, eating garbanzo beans. So, you know, that chat's on point today already. I love uh, that he replaced actual pasta with chickpea pasta. Yeah. <laughs> like... You could just tell that he's like, like Zadorov was mad about that. Yep. Like one day, one step he sh- too far. He shows up and he's like, "Where's our, where's our pasta?" And Nate's like, "This is better for you. It's chickpea pasta." And it just like stuck with Z forever. He was like, "No, nope. I'm out on this. Not this chickpea is, pasta. This is a step too far, sir." But you can see uh, Zadorov kind of 
refers to McKinnon as Michael Jordan, such as the last dance where you can see he pushes all of his teammates to to do all of the right things off the ice and, and be the best that they can be in that sense of the word as an extremely serious focused guy when it comes to hockey with, uh, yeah. with only one goal in mind, which is something we've talked about before on the show. So it's funny. I've talked a lot about his behavior during practice the last couple of years and to have Zadorov put a big light on it right here. Yep. Was uh, interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. Like, I talk a lot about like Andre Burakovsky when he first got to Colorado and, and yep. that second training camp practice. McKinnon shut down training camp to scream at Burakovsky and be like, "Figure it out and get it together." And we've watched him. We watched him undress teammates throughout uh, the, throughout the years, throughout morning skates and practices and all that, and yep. then. When it's all when it's all done, you know he'll he'll when he's cooled down and he'll be like, my bad. Well, and you, it, it really builds it up when you have someone like Z, because as <laughs> as this section goes to talk about, they had a little inter squad scrimmage scrimmage in the bubble, and and Z's team ended up winning, and it, it's it's Z, you know, so he's gonna needle McKinnon a little bit. He's gonna he's gonna give him a little bit of a fist pump here and there. Yeah, uh, McKinnon that's, don't like that much. <laughs> that's the that scrimmage was like one nothing. Yep, it was it was so boring to watch. Uh, and because who hadn't played proper hockey in months. Like, well, and as as Zadorov mentions in there, the, the ice was terrible, and yep. so they nobody could do anything. Thank you for the membership. Much appreciated, Juice. Um, yeah, enjoy the shirt. I hate all like anything of peas is disgusting to me. Garbanzo beans, green peas, all that stuff. I hate peas. Um, they don't taste good to me. But in any case, uh, McKinnon, look, if you've ever been to an avalanche practice or training camp or something, there's a good chance you've seen him just start yelling at someone and or like huck a stick into the netting. He's a very intense guy. We'll put it yeah. that way. A lot of free sticks given out over the years in, uh, in road arenas. <laughs> a lot of free sticks. I don't think Zadorov is bitter. Like the the tone of that story to me was like how funny it is. Yeah the 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 tone of it the tone of it is that Nathan McKinnon meets business. Yeah, and and he ended up his story with, you know, after McKinnon yelled at him in practice and lost it, you know, McKinnon texted him after the fact and was like, my bad, man. I'm just, I just really want to win all the time. I hate losing. So, I, it's, it's, there are not that many people in the world that are built like the McKinnons and the Michael Jordans, I'll put it that way, who have such a singular focus on wanting to win and be the best. Yeah. So just putting it out there, laying the groundwork on what a special talent Nathan McKinnon is before we meme him to death here, but <laughs> definitely worth uh, remembering at the start that McKinnon is on another level. So, all right, let's, let's go to our first proper meme here then. see what we got a good one yeah it's just my face perfect 
<laughs> Does Jamie Ben have opinions on what team eighty? I'm not aware of this one. Uh, this is the one where we're not going to elaborate, but if you know, you know. I I okay. I can guess. We'll leave it at that. Uh, but, that was my favorite one. It's so funny. <laughs> are they are they friends? Because Ben is really tight with Barry, right? I don't know. I'm but... pretty. I'm pretty sure Jamie Ben and Tyson Barry are very good friends, and uh, McKinnon and Barry were pretty close too, obviously. But I don't. I don't know how. Uh, I don't know how anybody could not be friends with Tyson Barry. He's the nicest person in the world. <laughs> uh. All right, I can't. I don't even know which one I'm supposed to be reading. The white mode's throwing me off. If we could all talk more about how weird these players are and focus on what they eat, I think hockey Twitter would be a better place. First of all, Steph is correct. Uh, I will pay five American dollars to any player who eats peeps on the bench while making eye contact <laughs> with Nathan McKinnon. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like that it's five dollars. Yeah, that's like nothing. That is nothing. Offer offer up what you can. Also, like that it was specified five American dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. To Steph's point, look, there are parts of hockey Twitter that I love, but improving hockey Twitter can be a low bar sometimes. <laughs> Uh, we'll put it that way, but the number one thing that hockey Twitter needs to learn is to let people have fun. Yep, exactly right. Let these tweets be be vibing. Have fun with tweets about players eating peeps. Yeah, while staring into Nathan McKinnon's eyes. And you know, you know that like it's got to be like the slow eat too. Like, oh yeah, like, very like... very much like slowly eats the head off of it really choose on it. Alright, well you went dark with that by like starting like specifying you gotta bite the head off the peep. Alright, yeah, but maps by the yeah yeah yeahs is playing in the background. Alright, I'm good with that. If this is a love story, not a not a like he ate the head off the peep. Ah uh, yes. McKinnon seeing Landy post a photo about Linnea eating ice cream. <laughs> There were a lot of people who screen capped this specifically. Yep. And McKinnon uh, throwing a water bottle is the hot new meme template. Yeah, exactly. I I just there were a lot of variations of these and I didn't want to I didn't want to I don't want to go through all of them. Sure. I have, the gif version might be better because I would love if you'd add the part where McKinnon turns to Bedsy and says, Do your job. I, I can totally see him turning to Landy, talking about his own child, and telling him to do his job. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what, are you, what are you giving her? What is this? This isn't garbanzo beans pasta. <laughs> this, this needs to be... Why, is, yeah, why isn't it chickpea pasta? Yeah. <laughs> Ice cream is banned. Do your job. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what? Yeah, that was... Yeah, we haven't seen McKinnon go off that hard in a game very often. Uh, it, it's usually more of something that he contains, at least to that level, he contains to practice. But yeah, I mean, you can see when he erupts, though it goes, and it's usually against Arizona. <laughs> uh, like you remember when, uh, remember when Zach Ronaldo blindsided Sam yep. Gerrard in Arizona? Yep, yep. and like. 
Eric Johnson, Gabe Landeskog, and Nathan McKinnon all got thrown all out of that game. Jumping that dude. Yeah. Because they because they just like paired off and were like, All right, we're gonna beat these dudes now, like physically beat them. Guess I'm gonna have to kill a man today. I don't know. Yeah, and then obviously like the the throwing the helmet at Connor Garland incident will live in infamy forever. Yep. So uh no, it's it's interesting. Uh my new hobby is starting rumors about Nathan McKinnon. He only sleeps on a $1.7 million slab of Italian marble to align his spine. He only listens to Tibetan throat singing during the season or else he goes into an uncontrollable rage. He was banned from Lush after eating 39 bath bombs because they smelled like candy. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Dude, Nathan McKinnon on bath salts might be the most terrifying thing I've ever thought of. Like, I I feel like he would definitely kill a man if he ever did bath salts. I mean, when you're on bath salts, all bets are off. Yeah, exactly right. So, um, yeah. I love, I just love, like, I hope, I hope Victoria keeps this up all year. Oh, please. Like, just randomly is like, just thinking about Nathan McKinnon and what kind of crazy shit he might be up to today to gain a competitive advantage. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, we need a we need a McKinnon memes curation account. Uh, before we get to <laughs> our next one, though, I do need to tell you all about Breckenridge Brewery. Maybe McKinnon needs a few Breck brews. I probably wouldn't uh, wouldn't align with his uh, his diet. But you can have some, and you can get them at the DNVR bar. So come on down. Get the big beers if you're a member. Or go to your local liquor store and get uh, the Good Company Seltzers, the 15-pack. Jump on it while they're still around because they sell pretty quickly every single time they are around. So highly recommend you check those out. Then hit up Strava Craft Coffee. Get the cold brew down at the bar. Go online to StravaCraftCoffee.com. Get 25% off your first order with Strava CBD-infused. Really helps with migraines, aches and pains, joint pain, stuff like that. It's awesome. And if you sign up for their subscription service, you get 20% off every single time. And then, like our boy Juice here, consider signing up for a DNVR membership because, you know, we have cool stuff. You can get the awesome shirts. I think he said he's got. he's looking forward to his McKinnon shirt, so that's awesome. Uh, you get the big beers I already mentioned. You get all of our exclusive content. I know AJ's got some pieces coming. I've got some uh, videos coming here about where the Avs stand as they enter the the deep, dark August of free agency. So that should be fun. Uh, Be sure to check that stuff out. Get access to the DNBR Lounge. All sorts of other stuff as well. Hope to see you around in chat and and in the lounge and all of that stuff. A couple of Super Chats coming in here. Thank you very much, guys, as we start the second period of the DNBR Avalanche podcast. Guys and girls, I suppose. Uh... Canada for two dollars. Thank you, TK. He says when Calvi got kill and ref didn't blow, he was mad. True. I think. Yeah. I don't think McKinnon was out of line mad for that one though, because there like, were a lot of people upset. The about entire that one. hockey world was mad about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Even Arizona like stopped playing for a second on that one and was like, "Well, that guy is not okay." Vancouver. Oh, it's Vancouver. Sorry. Yeah. Pedersen. Yeah. Uh, Anna Roberts says, I wonder if Mac eats his own cereal. There's no chance, right? Oh, wait, 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 
Yeah. Way too sweet. Way Definitely too, sweet. too much sugar involved in that cereal for McKinnon to be eating it. So just put its pretty little face on the on the cover and, and it's good to go. Has Victoria posted more? We could we could pull up more. Um we can get to him in a little bit though. Well, we've got the tweet from AJ that he wanted to talk more in depth about. Or do okay. you want to check Victoria's stuff first? Um up to AJ. Yeah, we can check her stuff first. All right, we can find more memes real quick. Yeah, and then we're gonna we're gonna transition this into an actual conversation. Well, you know, it is a podcast. Eventually, <laughs> wow. All right, so I'm she is like out today. More. Yeah, here we go. So there, here's a couple more. There's a really inappropriate one. Can I show it anyway? Oh, We've yeah. already shown a really inappropriate we're, one. We're committed. So. You showed the Jamie Ben one. Yeah. Yeah. Why are people trying to defend Nathan McKinnon's psychopath tendencies? He's not going to suck you off, bro. It's not a meal plan. <laughs> I mean... It's pretty high in protein. Pull the ripcord. <laughs> Get out. Get out now. I I have nothing to add. She would be correct. It's not in the meal plan. <laughs> uh <laughs> There's a couple other good good ones here. One time, Nate McKinnon's girlfriend tried to get him to use a sugar scrub, and he broke up with her on the spot. Uh, <laughs> one time, they played BTS Butter during warm-ups, and Landis got had to physically restrain Nate from smashing the stereo system. <laughs> very, very good. <laughs> Victoria, the MVP of the spot. Definitely carrying the team on today's show. There's no... The hilarious part is she later tweets something. Let me see if I can find it. Where it's like, hopefully someone from the abs tweets uh, and chirps the shit out of Nate for this. Um, I think she had no idea, but thousands of people are going to hear her tweets today. So shout out you, Victoria. (laughs) Go hit her up at fake hockey team. Give her likes and retweets on these amazing memes, by the way. Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) If he's not aware, he'll be aware of them soon. (laughs) I mean, he has a cell phone. Somebody, somebody sent it to him. Somebody like he, he probably would not have found it on his own, but you know that somebody started from, you know, EJ's always lurking to send that stuff. Well, it's like, have we not learned that Devon Taves is just always on social media? (laughs) He is a gamer. It's true. Maybe he's heard worse. Uh, All right. (laughs) Into our next section here. Uh, Nathan McKinnon is like, damn, why am I so cranky? Then goes home and eats no carbs. Uh, Someone saying, I'd be cranky too if all I had to eat was chickpeas and feel the constant disappointment of having to play for the avalanche. All right. So there were some people who were like, all this, and he hasn't won anything. And I actually wanted to have this conversation because I'm super curious how you feel about this. Uh-huh. How you feel about, like, okay, he's doing all of these things, but the abs haven't gotten out of the second round. Yeah. 
if they never get out of the second round, if they never get out of the second round, no matter how the sausage gets made, because right now they've had three very, very different exits um, in three straight years, but if they never do it, what does that do for like his legacy? Uh, it hurts it if they never get out, assuming like he stays here past his next contract. Um, it does it. Does Do it you are, it? are you I, one of these people that buys into the theory that if they lose in the second round next year, he won't sign another deal in Colorado? No, I am not one of those people. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, I, I, he might not like look. Like maybe he doesn't. I can't see the future, but I don't think the Avs winning a championship or not are the end all be all of him signing or not. If for nothing else, because when he hits the market, he's going to command twelve, thirteen million dollars, and how many competitive teams are going to be able to give him that? But it's fair. In any case, I, I think I want to go back to. Uh, Z Zadorov's point here, and and relating McKinnon to MJ. Uh, MJ didn't win a championship until he was twenty-seven. <clears throat> he had been in the league for one, I believe, seven years at that point. You remember there were some high-profile failures. Yep. I mean, the they couldn't get through Detroit. They couldn't get through the bad boy Pistons. Yep. Uh, and they just, they were like, hey, we have to get tougher. We have to get tougher. We have to get tougher. Does that sound familiar? I mean, the same thing was true of Tampa Bay, too. Do you remember? Like, they yep. lost They lost to in Chicago the... yep. in, what, 2015 Cup I think, Finals? I think it was, yeah, Chicago's third one. And people were like, what's up? Like, is this, is, is the Stamkos Hedman thing ever going to win anything? And then they had one of the greatest regular seasons we've ever seen and got swept in the first round. Yep. And I would venture a guess that a number of the people who are hanging out in our chat right now thought that Tampa Bay should blow it up. And they didn't, and they won two in a row. Yep. It took them, I mean, the Dowdy was 2008? 2007? Uh, yeah. For what? Um, the Dowdy Stamkos draft. Uh, 2007. And then, and then Hedman, was, Hedman was 2009. Yeah, Hedman was 09 for sure. Um, yeah. So it took them... I mean, and, and look at the run-up. Beyond just losing in the first round in 18-19, this was a team that... They went to the cup finals and lost to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Then they lose in the conference finals to Pittsburgh. Then they miss the playoffs entirely. Then they lose in the conference finals again. And then they had the Columbus first round loss before going on to win back to back. So even for a team like Tampa, making it to the second round is far from a guarantee. 
they were pinballing from conference finals to not making the playoffs or losing in the first round before winning the thing. So postseason is tough. Yep. I mean, it's just tough. Doesn't get and easier. It's, it's so strange to me how much credit Barkley Goudreau and Blake Coleman get for those cups and Pat Maroon. Yep. And it's like, look who, look who, like led those teams. It was the studs. And then, yeah, you look locally here. You look at, you look at Sackick. Yep. You know, the one of their last years in Quebec, they were the top seed. They lost in the first round. Yeah. Like, do we not remember Steve Eiserman was almost traded for Alexi Yashin because they were talking about they they were talking about Steve Eiserman can't win the big game. He can't get it done. He can't get them over the hump. Yep. It's funny, it's funny how that becomes the story for all these star players. These guys can't get it done. These can't they can't get it done. They can't get it done. Can't get it done, and then like, yeah. well, and then and then they do, and it's like that was a stupid narrative. It was always stupid. Like when you get done, when you get done at the end of a career, yep. Then and you look back, and you and have that like, conversation. Yeah. Well, you even look at like Giannis this year. Like people were writing referendums on Giannis's legacy when he's like twenty-seven years old. Yeah, I mean two two, two MVPs, like back to back MVP awards, and people were like, so And this is a sport where one individual matters way more than hockey. And people yeah. were still saying that type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, and bad that conversation is also like in, in in basketball, it's also like an an almost daily thing where Le- LeBron has a great game on a Thursday night on TNT, and it's like, see, I told you he was the greatest. <laughs> and like basketball is also like hyper, hyper intense about their goat conversations. Yep. Uh, but it's like, yeah, I mean, you Dan Marino, Dan Marino went to a Super Bowl in his rookie year, never got back there. Yep. It's this is mostly just to say it's really hard to win a championship. It's really hard. But this is the kind of DNA that you have to have. Unwavering commitment to... I mean, just an obsessive an obsessive yeah. focus on getting better. Yeah. And to be honest, Nathan McKinnon, very quietly, did not have the kind of season, the kind of regular season that we've kind of become accustomed to him having. Um, and then his postseason, they were absurd yep. through the first five games. Yep. You know, the sweep against St. Louis, and then obviously the game one destruction of the Knights. But then after that, you didn't really see Nathan McKinnon again until game six. Game and that had never... That had, especially completely disappeared. That had never happened in his career. Like, yep. he's had his game seven in particular, his game seven struggles yep uh but he has always been a guy that's performed in a major way in the postseason and this was the first time that he kind of struggled and i'm i'm kind of looking at this this year as the 2000 abs we talked about them compared to the 2001 abs all year long yep but we i i mean the 
there are a lot of 2000 vibes now, vibes now, because if you go back and you look, Joe Sackett was brutal in that postseason run that ended to Dallas in 2000. They well, needed they needed more from him specifically. He was the man. And well, and you know what happened in the 2001 playoffs then. Yeah. Joe Sackick stepped the f up basically. Yeah. I mean, we watched we watched that jersey series. Yep. The offense the offense in that series from the Avs was Joe Sackick. Basically just Joe and a couple yeah. of fluky random other goals. It was like it was like Joe, his line mates, and then some defensemen. Yep. And then the rest of them were just like it was like Chris Drury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Completely took but, over and, and dominated when it mattered, yeah. Yeah, and and I I just think it was interesting watching the discourse yesterday around Nathan McKinnon as people took this way too seriously. Yeah. Like this was a silly fun thing. And like, we've talked about Nathan McKinnon's intensity and there were definitely some people who were like, wow, Nathan McKinnon sounds like an asshole. And like, yeah, he's abrasive. Sometimes he is an asshole. (laughs) Like let's be honest. Like when it comes to, when it comes to him being like a a teammate or like, he's not that super fun loving dude. He's very, very, very focused. Yep. Uh, He's, he's totally locked in and ready to rock. Like that's, he desperately wants to win a Stanley Cup, that, and that's that's one of the reasons. That's one of the reasons why I'm pretty confident that they'll get one. Well, right, because, because guys that's, like that—that sets the tone do. for the entire team, right? That's that type of mentality is going to breed out from Nathan McKinnon, and it's going to make the team push harder, be better in the long run. And it's gonna it's gonna rub people some people the wrong way, but. You know, sometimes that's what it takes to win a championship is to find the people who are willing to to go the extra step to do the extra things, whether it be off the ice or take take it that seriously at times. So, yeah, like if the Avs needed Chris Dingman, they just went and got Curtis McDermott. So done. (laughs) Easy enough. Uh, Check that box. Never talk about it again. All right, so <laughs> we talked about getting your protein, all right? Sometimes if you need to share your protein, you better make sure that your package is looking good. So head on over to Manscaped. Use code DNVR20. Make sure it's all cleaned up down there. Make sure it's a good look, all right? <laughs> Get the perfect package 4.0. Get the lawnmower 4.0. <laughs> uh, get they have a bunch of other products that aren't me going off the rails too. They have things like breath mints. They have nose hair trimmers. They have deodorant. They have toner. They have plenty of stuff that you can use. Doesn't even have to be be the men. The the women can can get the products that they need as well. So, be sure to check them out. Again, the, the DNVR code gets you 20% off and free shipping as well on the perfect package. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, check them out. Support our sponsors. Please don't cancel me. Uh, <laughs> also brought to you all by Solace Meds. There's a place just a couple of blocks down from the DNVR bar. You can jump on that. You can get 
20% off there as well when you go to solacemeds.com. That's S-O-L-A-C-E meds.com and use that DNBR20 code. Plus in-store, they have a bunch of different sales going on ranging from 10 to 25% off on specific products. So just go in there, check them out, find what you like for cannabis products, get what you need and get out. If you order online, you can pick up, get in quickly, get out quickly, be done with it. Uh, yeah. They're awesome. They have four locations, including one up in Fort Collins. If you don't live in Denver, they still have you covered. And, of course, our leading sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook. Head on over there. Use code DNBR when you sign up for a new account. And with that new account, you bet $1 to win $100 right now on any event in the Olympics if the USA wins a medal. You have to bet before the event starts, so get your bet in if you're feeling good about it. UVSA wins a medal, you have $100 in site credit to play with. So jump on that, get the amazing deal. Seems like it's it's pretty easy, all right? There's a handful of events that America is basically guaranteed to medal in. Just pick one of those, get yourself 100 bucks in free credit. If you already have an account, all right. A little pro tip, don't do anything illegal, but like get your wife's permission or your girlfriend's permission or your boyfriend's permission to make a new account for them and get a free hundred bucks in there because that's what you do with a new account. Then you have a hundred bucks of free money to play with on DraftKings. You can bet on whatever you want. doesn't even have to be the Olympics. It can be baseball, hockey, basketball, table tennis, whatever. You, you know, you know the drill by now. They, they cover every sport imaginable. Um, P.S. I was watching the, the sport climbing last night. That sport is awesome. That yeah, poor girl that slipped at the very oh, top. Yeah, and she was like gonna have a good time too. And it was she like started crying on the way down. It was rough. I was crying for her. That's definitely rough on that one. But uh that sports dope. Go bet on that too. Um download the top rate drafting sportsbook app now and use that DNVR code again. One dollar can turn into a hundred dollars in site credit for you if America wins a medal. Uh, limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Other restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Yeah, it's kind of like guts, Ryan. Uh, a little bit. All right, third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by that DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, do we have more memes? I don't know, AJ. No. Okay. So we'll just continue this conversation then. No, I wanted we can uh, we can also uh, transition into the Evander Kane stuff just because I think it's sure. kind of an interesting. It, it's out there. Um, yeah, obviously, a bit of a interesting subject. That having already known that Evander Kane was you know entering bankruptcy. Yeah, going through going through bankruptcy issues throughout the season. In large part, at least I don't know if it was ever confirmed, but suspected to be a lot of gambling debt. Um, and last week or a couple days ago, his wife hopped onto social media and started firing off tweets about how Kane, uh, was betting on games that he was playing in and intentionally throwing hockey games. Yeah. Uh, now nothing has been confirmed at this point, but obviously an investigation has been opened up into this and we'll see where it goes. Not a good look at all. We'll put it that way. Yeah, and then there were the the reports out of San Jose that his teammates didn't want to play with him. Yeah. Really sad story, honestly. Just 
the way that it's developed of a guy that was so gifted and could could be kind of a, a, a paragon of change and, and could really, they could have gone such a different way. And, and it's, it's all gone wrong. Yeah, and obviously you want to know what happens in the investigation and how things go, but I, I would say that I, I would have a really, really hard time believing that his wife just hops on Instagram and makes up well, and- a bunch of stuff about him like that. That's, that's that, that, I mean, there's, I don't know. I will find out, but it's like, buddy, there's, well, there's no way it's all nonsense. Right. Like, and the problem is there's a, there's a pattern of history within there now too, right? There's, it's already known that he likes to gamble. It's already known that he's, yeah. he's, he's spent all of his money. You can see how he would be in a spot where he needs to make money. Yeah. And, and once you get in that ring, man, yeah, you're stuck in the spin cycle, basically. And that's that's tough. I mean, it's not a it's not a good story. And at face value, it's going to be very hard to believe Evander Kane based on his history with that. Yeah. Um, for what it's worth, the dude had 49 points in 56 games last year. So it's not like. He had a crater of a season and all of a sudden is a terrible hockey player. Yeah. Had arguably one of his better years in a while. Yeah. And, I mean, we we sat through a lot of Sharks games last year. He was really good. On a team that was not very good. Not good at all, man. And I, I will be fascinated to know where this goes. Because he's got four years remaining on a seven million dollar deal, he is. He just turned. He just turned thirty two days ago. Yep. And as you as you mentioned, a forty nine point season. He's been a stone cold lock for twenty goals for the last six years. He's uh, still a very good hockey player. I I just wonder like. You know, in the world of hockey, there, there, we've we've seen it in the last couple of weeks. There just aren't consequences, right? Like uh, a, a kid, a, a kid made the unprecedented decision to ask teams not to draft him, and he goes in the first round. Took him in the Car- first round, bro. Carolina of all teams was the team to pick up Tony D'Angelo. So, value over values. Yep. The the NHL is has never been afraid to to take the uh, and it's not even like Iranian player, yeah. Well, and especially like the D'Angelo stuff. It's not even like oh, this guy deserves a second chance. Like he was on like his fourth franchise. Yep. You know, like this wasn't this. <laughs> second chance. You know, I mean, Evander Kane. It's not like Evander Kane has been without drama his entire career. You know, I mean, you remember, everybody remembers the incidents in Winnipeg, multiple incidents. Yep. Some of those, like, I thought money phone was funny. Like, I was like, yeah, I, I, come on, I this think, is kind of harmless. I think some things were blown out of proportion, too, but. But when you put it in the context of, like, what we're learning is yep. a system of really awful behavior. 
Yep. It's not nearly like it's it, to, looking back on it. You're like, this is the sign of a, a serious problem. Yep. This isn't nearly as funny as it used to be to me. For sure. I wish somebody else would do money phone now so that I could like it again. <laughs> uh, call up Kale. He just made nine million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he just made nine million, and two weeks later, his contract was immediately made a bargain. Yeah, because now, now money other, phone doesn't feel that appropriate. <laughs> other NHL teams are stupid. Yeah. Have to yeah. wait for Max New Deal. My goodness. Yeah, and that'll be that'll end up being like eleven million dollars, and we're just gonna be like, okay, I don't understand. <laughs> These aren't like like significant bargains, like the McKinnon, the current McKinnon deal, but it's also like, I don't know. We're You're working seems- a little bit of David Poyle magic at that point, like. I mean, that was weird. He was on like <laughs> David Poyle had like a three year run where he was just like. I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. He had like a hypnotist during, <laughs> like, like on the line with him that was like tapping and and get people to sign six year deals for no money dude, somehow. Dude, like... He agreed to some really weird contracts. <laughs> like there was a couple year run there where it was so weird. Um. Anyway, jokes aside, uh, the Kane stuff. I just, I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. Um. I, I, it's it's sad. I've always really liked watching Evander Kane play hockey. And the sad part is, man, what a great fit he'd be in Colorado. But you just can't. Now it's it's you can't take that. You can't take that chance. Even even if that dude, out. yeah. Even if that dude was one year, one million, like D'Angelo, like you can't take that chance. The Geiger counter is screaming at you to stay away. Basically. Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, if all of if if even half of the stuff that she's saying is true, I don't I don't think that he deserves the chance. Let alone a team can't take it. I don't think he as a person has earned it. Yep. You know, the playing in the NHL, being a professional athlete, is a privilege, and we're starting to we're starting to see. You know, okay, we're you know people like us are trying to at least put it out into the world that you want to see teams treat it like a privilege yep, and not be so desperate for talent all the time that they're willing to overlook just shitty behavior. Yep. It's, I mean, it's been a massive problem in hockey culture going well beyond the NHL with everything over the last couple of years that's come out about junior league teams and stuff like that. Oh my too. God. It's then it, we don't have to get all the way into it, but uh, yeah. the, the NHL and the hockey itself very clearly has some serious underlying issues when it comes to the culture around the game. And we just want it cleaned up, man. We just want it better. It's a privilege to be in the NHL. You have to act like a professional. You should, you should consider yourself a role model at all times being in the league and you should conduct yourself accordingly. And, if you can't live up to those standards, you shouldn't be allowed to play in the NHL. I don't care how good you are at the game. Yep. You know, like Nathan McKinnon, like, like you look at that stuff and it's like, okay, this guy is doing all of this in the name of winning. Is he being a jerk? Totally. Sure. But like, is he yeah, seriously affecting people's lives? No. Yeah. Like, <laughs> If there was if there was a real 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 like legitimate 
emotional issue, it would get handled. Yep. You know, and and that's where that's where Landeskog serves as the perfect counterbalance to McKinnon. And all the people who are like, this is why McKinnon should be captain. No, no. You have no understanding of that dynamic. Um, he can be that way because there's Landeskog there to, to serve as like the emotional steady balance. presence. Yeah. Yeah. Where he's, he's very even keeled and there will be times like I've seen there have been times where Landeskog has pulled McKinnon aside and been like, you need to chill, bro. You're, you're here. I need you to be here. Yep. And even in just dealing with us, uh, you know, dealing with the media, we've seen him do that before. And I'm, it's an important, it's an important, uh, it's a really important uh, emotional scale that they balance each other out. For sure. They're both, they're both really, really important to that locker room, which is why it was so imperative they bring that dude back. Because <laughs> if it was just Mac unleashed, oh my God, I don't even know. It'd be wild. Uh, we, we'll never know. Uh, we don't know what it would have been like, man, maybe... Maybe it would have been the thing that they needed, right? But we'll ne- we'll never know, and I think it's probably healthier this way. That's why it's it's why Z is my emotional counterbalance because she's I'm I'm the one that goes like this, and she just kind of hangs out here and reels me in when I get too far the other direction. She's like, "All right, just chill out a bit." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay, you're right." <laughs> <laughs> this is this is nowhere near important enough for me right. to be losing my shit over. All right, so we know AJ's not the captain. Is that what we've learned then? I think we're we both have A's on our chest. All right, fair enough. No captain in this in this household. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, at this point it's Kirby. It's the dog. He runs the there show. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Always yeah. give the C to the dog confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right. So yeah, a bit of a uh, what started out as a fun episode kind of got into a significantly more serious conversation here. But good to, Surprise. good to have a little balance, I suppose. That's how we spring the woke cast on you. Gotcha. We, we start we start with the memes, and then we just slowly transition into let's let's make hockey. Oh yeah, our producer is absolutely wear the C on this show. I don't even yeah. know if I deserve to wear an A, to be honest with you. Like, <laughs> I just run around on the show and do whatever I want, basically. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Uh, all right. Yeah. So, any any final thoughts here on either the fun or the the downsides of it, AJ? Um. It's been a really fun couple of days. Keep the Nathan McKinnon memes going. Um, Victoria, true MVP. There we go. Go follow uh, at Fake Hockey Team, please. The give her get her to tweet more funny Nathan McKinnon tweets because they're golden. Uh, it's gonna be like I have no idea who that is, and I hope that she sees some of this and is just like, "This is the stupidest thing ever." Why are two random dudes on the internet talking about my <laughs> Nathan McKinnon? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Oh, uh, that would be good. <laughs> All right, chat. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out with us, watching, listening, however you consume the pod. We appreciate all of y'all a ton. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, as usual, 1 p.m., most likely. Uh, until then, 
hope you all have a wonderful hump day and we will talk to you later.